Welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 303rd time on this Friday, September 23rd, 2022. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, When Food Wages War. We've all misplaced things, whether that's our keys, our wallet, or $500. What most of us haven't done, though, is found our lost money in a sandwich. That's something that can't be said for KFC, though, because recently a woman named Joanne found money in her sandwich bag after workers there misplaced a daily deposit. You know, most people just hope for the silver lining at the end of every McDonald's bag, an extra fry, but this is ridiculous. She went to the restaurant on her lunch break, and then when she got back on the clock, she opened the bag and found the cash. Authorities said that the daily deposit had been put in her bag accidentally, and I think that's a little bit more than an accident, don't you? Somebody finds $500 gone from the register, they might think the place has been robbed. Then what happens? They get an investigation going, and a bunch of people are pointing fingers. It's a huge mess. But what happened in their case is Joanne returned the money and KFC in return gave her a free meal and refunded the value of the one she paid for. The woman said she considered keeping the money for a bit and wouldn't you? But she decided against it. And I'd say that's a lot more than what most would do. Some might not even give it a second thought and use the money themselves for something, but I think she made the right call here. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of John. John chapter 10, verse 11 says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. Now, in this verse, it's Jesus speaking here. He's talking to his disciples. Here, as we can see, Jesus says he is the good shepherd. A good shepherd is a faithful shepherd. A good shepherd is a true shepherd. The good shepherd, he's one that is willing to do anything for his flock. He's willing to face danger for his sheep, to protect them, to make sure they're safe, to make sure they all come back into the fold. Jesus will leave the 99 to find the one. He is the shepherd that will leave the 99, the ones that stayed, the ones that are faithful to find the one that has gone astray. He will do all that is necessary to make sure that that one person, his one child that doesn't know him, that one child who strayed away from the flock, that one child who's down in a gutter, who doesn't feel the love of Christ, who doesn't know that peace in their heart, he will go the extra mile to make sure that person is brought home, that that person is brought back into the fold, that that person is brought back into the loving arms of Jesus. And from here, we see Jesus mentioning good shepherd again. He says, I am the good shepherd, and then the good shepherd. So he is talking about himself here, and then next he goes to say, The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. One commentary on this verse says that a good shepherd would do anything to protect his sheep. When the wolf comes, he would remain to protect them. He would be right there, right in front of the sheep, between the wolf and the sheep. He would give up his own life if necessary. He would put himself in great danger to protect the sheep. And that 
is what Jesus does for us. He puts himself in between us, in between our sin and us. He guards us, and he guarded us even to the point of going to the cross, even to the point of death, so that his sheep, us, the children of God, would be safe. Sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is procrastinating pro tips. The first response to this week's hashtag is leave it for tomorrow. I'll refer to Garth Brooks on this one. If tomorrow never comes, then I guess it just won't get done. Well, that one backfired. A serious piece of advice here. Just do what you've got to do. That'll prevent you from worrying about it later. The next response reads, buy a book about how to get things done and put it on your list of things to read. I mean, yeah, that's one way you can do it. Or you could just put it on your shelf purely for decoration and let it gather dust, never turning the pages once or picking it up even for a second. But my vote is to just read it because, well, you bought it for a reason and hey, There might be some helpful stuff in there. The third response is, once you get really good at procrastinating, the next thing on your to-do list is finding family and friends to drag away from their to-do lists as well. You know, if I know anything about procrastination, this to-do list item is one that's probably not going to get done either. And this one might actually be for the best. If you're a procrastinator, it's best to try and come out of it. But, you know, if you can't, which I highly believe you can, there is hope for everybody in that kind of thing. But if you just don't have the motivation to come out of your procrastination habit, don't drag anybody else down with you. That's not healthy. Somebody's got to be getting something done around here. And the last response of the day reads, you could always take a nap first to make sure you have enough energy. See, there's the difference between people. Some nap to avoid things they have to do, where I, on the other hand, get all the things I need to do done before I nap, so I can sleep distraction-free. If you haven't done it before, I would highly recommend you try it. It's way less stressful. The fast food fires are being ignited again, as this time Taco Bell goes to war against Pizza Hut. Why? Well, because Taco Bell is encroaching on the pizza giant's territory, and as we know, that will not do. The Mexican pizza has long been a favorite of people looking to get their fix of the most inauthentically authentic Mexican food around, and no surprise here, but it sparked outrage when the item was taken off the menu in 2020, as most everything on the internet seems to do at some point or another. It seems this idea was well wanted, because the pizza sold seven times better than expected, and they were gone within a few weeks. This apparently raised Pizza Hut's concern because pizza is their thing, and they don't want you to forget it because no one out-pizzas the hut, as their slogan says. And I can just imagine it now. They're marketing guys all in a boardroom just thinking, For years we've said that no one out-pizzas the hut. Do you hear me? No one out-pizzas us. And now we've got some competition from a restaurant that doesn't even sell pizza on our turf? I don't think so. So, they did what you would expect them to do. They upped the ante and put out a tweet that introduced the Italian taco, which is basically just a slice of pizza that's folded at the corners to look like a taco. They even threw jabs in a magazine article saying the Italian taco will never run out, that it'll be here forever. 
Out of everything I thought I'd see, a war of words and ad campaigns between a pizza place and a fast food Mexican restaurant isn't one of them, I'll admit. It's kind of entertaining if I'm totally honest, though. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.